Welcome back to Fold in the Cheese. It is your boy, Kate Troll, on the mic. Today, this Tuesday, we are recapping week 13 in the NFL, and I am joined today, as always, by the Bulbasaur to my Squirtle. Squirtle, 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 Squirtle. Bulb. 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 Squirtle, Squirtle, Squirtle. Ethan fan. what is happening, man? Pokemon. Yes. Yes, Pokemon. I actually have a little Pokemon. So as you know, I have a lot of little knickknacks on my desk. I love knickknacks. I don't know if you're a knickknack guy. I just love them. So nope. <laughs> nope. So I have a whole. I do have of... bobbleheads. We'll get to those in a second. Go ahead. And by the way, I found my skip. You see skip back there? Right? Oh, nice. There. Yeah. Yes, there he is. I found my skip. Uh, skip yeah. Skip. So, hey, yeah, I don't want to get up, but he's right there. Oh. God, why is it so hard in like a kit? I can't figure it out. How does it look like ET? Well, point like where it is in your house. Just think about there. that. Yeah, I mean, just be like there. I did there it. They are. Did it. Uh, yeah, I was digging through some of my old stuff, and um, I found like my. I'm sure you have this in your closet, like a box or a bag of like your old, you know, keepsakes. Yeah, or whatnot. yeah. And I was like, "What's this? It's all wrapped in newspaper." Skip. That's what I'm talking about. So. Nice. nice yeah uh, yeah we have back... a few a few spots where we squirrel things away that, right well they're like time capsules basically at some point exactly. i'll open it back up and be like oh my god <laughs> look at this but the reason why i have these little pokemon figurines is actually for addison's i want to say third birthday and i think we actually talked about this this was like the birthday party i spent the most amount of time prepping for and this is where really you, you markered the pokeballs right painted ping pong painted. balls like at least 200 ping pong balls for three kids anyway so we had these were the ones you were catching and so i have tons of them left over so yeah i love it i love a little bulbasaur it's my little guy that's awesome dude that's a really cool oh. idea too honestly that's a that's a dad of the year kind of moment that's, like, that's the thing it was such a great execution and it's just a bummer that there were only three kids there but you know the three <laughs> kids loved it <laughs> tell her to be tell her to get more friends you know what are you gonna do yeah, right life Damn. lesson Damn three-year-old. Welcome, welcome to being like an office sick party. It's like the same thing. <laughs> you do all this work. <laughs> you do all this work to hang those trash bags on the wall and black the room out. And make it days look and days of preparation. Less sketchy. It's perfect. Slightly. Remember we would um, actually make yeah. like posters to hang in the pit and stuff? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, we had Mojo could draw, and yeah, then Eddie would draw, draw, and then Will would draw. Like we had people who could draw, and so like they would they did some cool posters. I forgot about that, man. That was actually pretty cool. Just hang them. I would the just like I would like help hang them. I'd be like, I'm I'm here for the hanging part. I can do I can do that part. It's perfect. <laughs> no artistic talent. No. We did some kind of cool stuff, and it went largely unnoticed. <laughs> Again, what are gonna do? great content. Just needs to get out there. Just needs to. That's not dissimilar. Not dissimilar to this podcast. Hey, like and share this podcast. Like and share. Be your friendly reminder. All Give us a review. Me. Give it a bump. <laughs> Let's go. Let more people in on this. So I have, um, getting to my knickknacks, I have got some bobbleheads here. I've got Skip, I showed you. I've got a Deke here as well. Oh, He's a little broken. He's got my graduation tassel as well. I've shown you um, my dad. This is uh, when he retired. Yep. Everyone, they made bobbleheads and gave it to everybody. I like my dad. He's hanging out there. But because it's Christmas season, I I do have one of these I found in my drawer. You would appreciate that. Well, it's Uncle Eddie, Cousin Eddie, but it's yeah. uh, it's a Funko or whatever those are called. And so the Pop Funko ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought you would like that because you got a bunch of that kind of stuff. And then... The piece, course, the piece de resistance right there. The piece de resistance. The lost shirt years. <laughs> Ethan Gelfand. So uh, 
What bet did loser. you lose? I'm a loser. What bet did you lose that you had to put that on your office desk? I forget what it was. It was a it was a football game, wasn't it? It was a it was either it was a playoff game. I think it was a Patriots Titans or something like that. Um, although the Titans beat the Patriots one year, and I sent you the posters the year before that, I think. Yeah. Did we play in the we, in the playoffs that year? We must maybe. Huh. Yeah, must have. Okay. Yeah. It was Patriots Titans, and then I repaid the favor the next year with. What I thought was a pretty epic poster. I created it myself. It was a very nice poster. And yeah. Brady's last pass as a Patriot. But who knows? Maybe he's coming back next year. Is that the idea? That's what people like. The dark rumors, like maybe Patriots reunion. Why? That'd be the worst idea ever. To be anywhere near Bill Belichick for the rest of his life. I no. think he's done with that. Heck, yeah. Mac Jones probably doesn't want to be there anymore just because he's got no offensive coordinator. True. That's fair. Mac right. Jones, poor guy. Poor he's, he's now with like the Browns, basically. That's no bueno. Ooh. Devoid of talent and coaching on the offensive I'd... side. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, but let's get into some of those games. Uh, Ramondre is a good player, at least. Thank the Lord for him. Yes. But uh, yeah, let's get to some news around the league. We had some interesting things happen this weekend. It had a big couple injuries. of big time injuries. Yeah, big time. Uh, none bigger than Lamar Jackson, who's the name that everyone's watching right now. Knee injury. Probably going to be out for weeks. I mean, this this could end your fantasy season with Lamar even, I would say. Like, there's a chance yeah. you're out four to six weeks or so. And at that point, even if he's back for, like, a playoff run in the NFL, not going to get any fantasy value out of him. So that's big-time news. That is big-time big. news. It's crazy because if you remember, Tyler Huntley filled in last year and was really good. Like, for the week. I thought so, yeah. I thought he, he was, was a stud. He was getting mid-20 points each week fantasy-wise, and it was pretty ridiculous with the numbers he was putting up. But kind yep. of real quick, going back to Lamar, it sucks for him just so bad because obviously he put the big gamble he put on himself this year because he wasn't playing on the franchise or, you know, no contract extension. And, you know, the first half of the season, looking like the smartest man in the world because what he was doing, he was playing on godly. Then it's just kind of been going down a little bit just with no receivers and all that offense looking terrible. And then to have this, it just sucks. So that that's big time for him, not fantasy related wise, but just kind of professionally. It, that sucks. Uh, He's not, you know, so like. I think he's probably going to end up with a contract similar to what he was going to get, though. He's not going to get the big one that he, he thought. It's not going to get the massive bar, but he'll probably get the same, relatively same offer, I would think. I don't know, though, because if you think about it, this is what people have been saying and worried about. The type of football he plays, the style he plays at, he puts himself at risk to get hit a lot. And now this yeah. is showing, this is now two years in a row he's been hurt. Do you make that long-term investment? Do you get that huge contract? I mean, obviously, he's a, he's a great talent, but I don't know if people are going to be willing to dish out that kind of money for the type of style and, and how he can get hurt like that. I don't know. I think it depends. It depends on if you can keep Tyler Huntley or someone like him pretty cheaply, yeah. honestly, because you know, he's going to miss a couple games, but that's kind of baked into what you get with him anyway. Like Kyler's yeah. the same way. All the runners are probably like Jalen's not that way really, but fields will probably be that way. Like the guys that run now. a lot, you're going to get this huge upside, but you're also going to get some injury risk. And so you've got to have a good backup. True. But Fields is a running back, and they only have a three-year shelf anyway. So true, that's true, that's true. Yeah. He's got one more contract in. <laughs> He's got one more. Uh, he is such a monster, by the way, and I love him in all the best ways. In all the best ways. Um, so anyway, Tyler Huntley, he'll be in the waiver wire, honestly, later in the show. But um, I think he would be totally adequate to fill in. There's some other names out there, but they're not great. And Brock Purdy, I, I might just go person for person. So you mentioned Brock Purdy. Jimmy Garoppolo was the next big name to fall. Man. Broke his foot, done for the season. 
This happens that, to him too. Like for yeah. for not being a runner, he gets hurt a lot. He's he gets hurt a lot. lot. I mean, he's I love the dude. Glass. He's just he's very consistent. You know what you're getting out of him, and the 49ers have benefited from it. You know, obviously with Trey Lance going down, everyone's bummed. But at the same point, this is why you kept Jimmy Garoppolo. And now to see him go down like this, one, it's kind of expected, but two, it does suck because it's just the 49ers were finally turning the corner. This was the team everyone expected. Obviously, they make the big splash with Christian McCaffrey. And then to see this go down, then their Super Bowl chances just get hit really hard. Uh, I know we're probably going to be talking about this pretty soon, but do they look at Baker Mayfield? That was the question. <laughs> That's the question I had. Baker Mayfield waived from the Panthers. So he is a free agent or at least on the waivers for now. Uh, I think waivers run through this afternoon, maybe. Um, I don't, man. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how you look at what he did this year and have any confidence in him stepping in for you, especially after Brock Purdy looked fine. Like, you, fine. if you want to try and grab him for depth, maybe, and just be like, in case he works out, great. I'd be asking Christian McCaffrey about him and be like, hey, what do oh, you think about Bake Show? Before. You were there for <laughs> if he, if he lands in San Fran, you know he got a good reference. If he doesn't, CMC was like, uh, no, pass. No, thank you, pass. Hard pass. <laughs> That's a good uh so real quick do, who has can name a recent player who has taken a quicker dive or as quick a dive as baker mayfield number one pick everyone was questioning the number one pick and then he played solid his rookie year he played pretty he well he made cleveland relevant again he got cleveland yeah. to the playoffs took a like little dip his sophomore ever. season brought him to the playoffs his third and then holy crap let's just take a dive i mean you you had your finger up but you had someone in mind yeah I got someone in mind, uh, Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He went from That's ascending true. Hall of Fame career to worst quarterback in the league. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how you dip further than that. But the only thing is, he still has the Hall of Fame career. He still won a Super Bowl. But you're right for the aspirations that the team had for this year. Okay, that's very valid. Those two are pretty interlocked, which is sad. That is sad. It is sad. Um, and the opposite. Could be said of someone like a Geno Smith, for instance, right? right. His research, research. So the Seahawks just looking like the most genius people ever. But. They absolutely are. Their pick right now is a top five pick with the Broncos. You know, whoever they get, they have like several picks, like all their picks, basically. They got all the so, picks. Yeah, ten years. They're looking brilliant. Yeah. Uh, I would be, I would be putting my chips on them. I'd be putting my chips on the Lions in the future. They've got the Rams pick is also going to be a top five pick. These teams that made these deals, uh, the Eagles have a top five pick right now. Like insane, just insane. Um, oh, from the Niners? No. So whatever. Yeah. What? Yeah, the Eagles have a have a currently a top five pick because they got it from the Niners, who are giving it from the Panthers. No, how's it working? I don't. I don't remember where it's from. I Is heard it, really? it in the news. Huh. I, I heard it on the interweb in the news. Fine, I'll look it up. Fine. Fine, you look it up. In the meantime, I'll talk about those Seahawks because Kenneth Walker has an ankle strain, which sucks because he's been playing real well too. It's been great to see him kind of step in uh, to, to really take that lead back role. And, you know, Travis Homer has a knee issue. DJ, De like their whole running back room is just kind of banged up. So you really hope it's not too bad, uh, but it's something to definitely keep an eye on, uh, especially since Kenneth Walker has, has been an RB2 for you guys for in all these starting lineups. So, Kenneth Walker is is someone we're going to be keeping an eye on, keep tabs on. And then your boy on the Titans, he's been playing well, finally caught a touchdown from Ryan Tannehill, not this week, but, you know, Traylon Burks was looking good, but has those vaunted concussion in, in the protocol, as we like to say, since uh, Tua, you know, everyone's going to be going in the protocol following the proper procedures. So he's out for a little bit. Uh, did you find the, the trade yet, or have you got the picks? I did. It was with the Saints. I'm just trying to figure out. 
who the player was. <laughs> the Saints. Some somehow they have the Saints pick this year, and uh, it's it's a top fiver currently. That is a top fiver. I love it. Isn't it always crazy if it's like a pick from ten years ago? It's like finally getting cashed in. It's like son of a pick. I forgot. Well, about they meant like the article that I read is on NFL.com, and it mentions. 23 years ago, Ricky Williams traded and the Saints traded away all their picks for Ricky Williams. I was like, no way that's just now coming to fruition. Like, that would be incredible if it was part of the Ricky Williams deal. That would be awesome. But, uh, no. It's like the Mets paying Bobby Bonilla for 50 years, a million dollars yes. a year. Worst um, man ever. Yes. Okay. So, top five pick from the Saints. For, we're just going to call go. it Ricky Williams. We're calling it. It's a Ricky Williams pick. But anyway, yes, I'm bummed about Traylon Burks. Uh, he's probably going to miss. I mean, as we said every time, these guys, I think they're starting to miss a game now whenever they get concussed and yeah. for no other reason than the optics and the uh, the league is really wanting to make sure they're taking care of players after all that Tua stuff happened earlier. So, yeah, he's he's started to look really good, man. He keeps start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. Like every time he gets back on the field, he gets hurt. He gets off. Or this yeah. happens. Or, like, it's, it's, man, I, just, I really want to see him. Maybe, maybe it's just going to be next year. You know, maybe it's just like a next year kind of thing. True. We'll see what we got. But A.J. Brown lit them up, and it was not fun to watch. Revenge game. It was not fun Ooh. to watch. Ooh. Uh, Cortland Sutton, day-to-day with a hamstring injury. Who cares? He was honestly the only reason I even mentioned him. He's one of maybe two people you would ever think of starting on the Denver team, which is Latavius Murray, weirdly, out of the back. Weirdly. is he? Probably. He's honestly the, the top option for the Broncos right now. Like ugh. Probably. And maybe you look at Greg Dulcich if you're, like, you know, tight end – they're all the same but like yeah there's nobody else on that team you want to start and so that's why i mentioned it like it's it's worth noting you got to keep an eye on that aaron jones had a shin injury he left uh didn't i think he came back after the half and was playing a little bit but only touched the ball two or three times aren't you uh, but they're on by this week aren't you upset you conceded aj dylan look at that he's stepping up right now he's making all these moves he did a big game and he still got smoked by josh jacobs you talked about guys like lamar like you know, guys being the smartest guy in the room. Josh Jacobs is the smartest guy in the room. That guy is making the right move. He held out for the contract, and he played his butt off. So, good on him. He getting paid. And uh, last note here, Matthew Stafford is uh, – thoughts and prayers of Matthew Stafford. <laughs> he's got like a neck contusion or something. Like his, you have Chris Carson final cord. Yeah, he's got a spine issue. Like he's he's done. They're, they're going to put him on the shelf. He should just be done, done. End with your Super Bowl. Take that. He should have, yeah, should have ridden off in the sunset. So should have McVeigh, honestly. He talked <laughs> about it. Which is crazy for like a 35-year-old coach. I'm out. I'm done. Did everything. That's what Madden did. Madden was young when he left and went into announcing. True. And he just won the Super Bowl and he's like, cool. Peace. I did it. I'm good. Yeah, I did it. Yeah. Been there, done that. So he could have been the next Madden. Could have had a video saying. game. Everyone's gonna be playing McVeigh 32. McVeigh 32 <laughs> could have been a thing. Did you get the new McVeigh? Yeah, it does. There's, is there anyone in the league that has even remotely close enough personality that they could be the next Madden? Uh, like coaching wise, player wise, yeah. sure. But coaching wise, coaching wise, Mike McDaniel's down in Miami is funny. It's, it's funny. like quirky ish, but like uh, it would have been a Rex Ryan had he actually had coaching success. You got that Ryan, Ryan 28. Yeah. Or it'd just be yeah, right. It's possible. It's possible. But other than that, not quite like a larger than life personality, but he's, yeah, you're right. I mean, I mean, if the lines are actually any good at some point, give me that Campbell thirty-eight. Campbell thirty-eight. That could be pretty good. It'd be, it'd be really funny if Belichick got into broadcasting and had oh. all this personality that just came out, and he's just like flowing personality, and he's like yeah. hilarious and cracking jokes, and we'd be like, "What?" <laughs> that would be perfect. I would just love to perfect. see Bill Belichick like drunk. I think he'd just be maybe hopefully hilarious, but 
or just like super creepy. Be like, I think no in between. Sad. I think it'd be really sad. I did see there was some throwback video of Randy Moss um, trying to get Belichick to come to their Halloween party. <laughs> and, like he actually went. It was like at a skating rink. They're like, hey, yeah, we're doing this thing. It's like a skating party thing. Like, obviously, love for you to be there. It was a season, one of the seasons that Randy's there. So like they're winning, and I'm sure Belichick loved Randy Moss because he's like the best receiver he ever had. Yeah, and so he's like, all right, yeah, is it gonna be fun? Yeah, okay, all right, I might, might, might go by. And he showed up, and they showed video of him showing up at the costume, and he's got his like date or wife or whoever it is with him in costume. I was like, oh my god, there's a human in there. Maybe life of the party. Watch out, life of the party. Like Billy B. Billy B. And hate him. All right, hit us with some notable performances from the week. Who? Oh, do we want to talk about this first one? I know it's kind of stings you a little bit, but those eagles, man. It's a boyfriend of mine. It's okay. It is. It's true. So it's kind of like hedging your bet a little bit. But yeah, Jalen Hurts, 380 yards, three passing t- touchdowns, a rushing. I mean, the dude is playing out of his mind. Uh, definitely an MVP candidate. I don't know. I mean, you've been on board with him all since he came in. So good for you. He, and he has he has balled out. And so obviously with that, A.J. Brown had a huge monster revenge game with two touchdowns, 119 yards. And Devontae Smith, man, he had a big touchdown. Only five catches, but for 102 and a TD. So, I mean... Dang! If you had any, when this team's rolling, man, you want every you want everybody. I mean, they are, gosh, they are dangerous. And when the defense is playing well, well, that's the thing. I think that's the kicker too. The defense. I mean, they shut down Derrick Henry, and obviously when Traylon Burks went down, didn't have so many weapons for the Titans. But when you can shut down Derrick Henry, that's that's a big dagger, and that's a tough thing to do. So that defense was playing well. He's had a rough couple weeks, honestly. He has almost a whole month. Derrick Henry has been he has been slowed, and normally it's like. Hey, if Tannehill's not in there, then yeah, they put eight in the box every time. But usually Tannehill is enough of a threat on play action that mm-hmm. it loosens things up at least a little bit. But golly, they're just smothering him. Well, like a him and a Saquon are, are both struggling right now. And those were the two guys in the league. And they I mean, at least Saquon makes more sense because like you know Daniel <laughs> Jones ain't gonna beat you, and Kenny Gall- the ghost of Kenny Galladay is not gonna come out and beat you. So no. like no one's really worried about that. Yeah. I uh, was switching to a huge matchup that everyone was loving to see was the uh, the Bengals Chiefs and Joey Burrow man that that dude is cold he is cold he is legit he he has all the swagger in the world has totally earned it 280 yards two touchdowns 45 and a rushing TD so yeah. I mean, he based, he put the team on his back so uh, that was that was crazy to watch everyone was everyone was gonna was seeing this game just to see how the Bengals would kind of match up how they could hang in and they just outplayed him. I mean, he outgunned Mahomes, and good for the Bengals, man. Maybe they're back. Maybe this was their statement game saying, hey, we had some yeah. struggles in the beginning of the year, but now don't sleep on they've, us. Get back on our band. Kind of weirdly, they've got, the, they've got the Chiefs number. They've won three in a row against the Chiefs, right? and it's, it is kind of crazy. Um, getting Jamar Chase back is a big difference, man. That, I mean, that just – they've got talent everywhere, but he's – He's in a league of his own, you know, like he's so different. So when you great have movie. that option, that's a great move. You got T. Higgins, take some coverage off of T. Higgins, take some coverage off of Boyd, who dropped a wide open touchdown. <laughs> oh my God. It was so, it was so cringy. He was wide open. Yeah. Perfect. You know, it's like, it's almost like a trick play it sort of thing where it's like he's standing there and just <laughs> dropped it. <Blur. laughs> good thing yeah. they won. Um, but yeah, Samaji P. Ryan is running his butt off. Dude, he looks really good in there. Honestly, maybe even better than Mixon. I, I don't you know, crazy. Mixon, you know me. I don't like crazy Joe statement Mixon. over here. Controversial. Uh, but hot I don't take, know. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. 
receiving room, though, we had Devontae Adams. I mean, watch out for the Raiders. They're playing sneakily well. <laughs> that offense is clicking. And I picked him again. Just saying. And so Devontae had eight for 177 and two. Another man who had two touchdowns was your boy, Amon Ra, 11 for 114 and two. I liked it because I had Jared Goff, so that was helpful to me. Uh, yep. So those, I mean, those guys were studs. Then Seahawks offense, man. I mean, Geno Smith, he just keeps proving people wrong. Uh, Tyler Locke and DK both had great games. Nine for 128 and one for T- for Tyler. And then uh, DK had eight for 127 and one. I mean, just feeding Almost your identical. Exactly. Right. It's crazy. By one yard, one reception. Uh, yeah. You just feed your beasts. I don't know why they – This I know we talked about this kind of last week that DK Metcalf is someone who definitely just has not been in my brain. And, again, it's talking about Russell leaving and the Seahawks just – I don't know. I just haven't been paying as much attention to him. This was probably one of the ones where he blew up more. He had about 27 fantasy points because uh, otherwise he's kind of just been around that 15 to 16 range each and every game, which is great. You want that consistency. But yeah. now to kind of see this one blow up, it's like, okay – Maybe this is a sign of things to come. You just give this guy the ball and good things are going to happen. So, yep. It's good to see. Good to see. What about some other receivers? Garrett Wilson, Christian Watson, these rookies. I mean, Garrett Wilson is a freak. He's, he's the next. He's, I think he could be that next guy who's like the Chase and Jefferson types. I mean, he is really balling out. Um, he even produced with Zach Wilson some of the games and with Mike <laughs> White, who's just chucking it. I mean, it's, it's very similar to Taylor Haneke and, and Terry McLaurin who McLaurin is now showing us that he's a complete stud as well. But Mike White will just chuck it. And Garrett Wilson's better than the defenders in most cases. And so he's getting open and scoring. Christian Watson, um, I'd I'd heard the other day that he had like the fastest recorded speed on any play this season, uh, except for, and get this is, I think the fantasy footballers want to give them credit on this, except for Deshaun Jackson when he caught a long ball for the Ravens. And you're like, Deshaun Jackson is 36 or something. I mean, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's still that fast. I mean, it's he's insane, fast. right? But Christian Watson is a speedster, dude. He's he's finding ways to score. He's got like eight touchdowns last four games. And I say he ran one in, so he's yeah, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. get the ball in his hands to make a play, and he is. So keep it up. Yep. Uh, my another of my old boyfriends, podcast favorite, Tony Pollard, blowing up two touchdowns. He ran for 90 yards plus in this game catching the ball every time he touches it you just like you know something good could happen yeah and honestly zeke looks a lot better too they just have such a different style of running and so zeke is looking more healthy zeke is still he's not done he's still got some juice it's just up the middle and, oh, and right. he, he will plow forward he gets down in like a rugby stance like he's he has a very unique style of running where he goes yeah. head first like a missile and he's gonna get positive yardage whereas tony is get him out in space and he's gone well this is probably not as much to the extreme, but more of like your thunder and lightning kind of thing, where maybe Zeke really is not is. kind of transforming and he's not your three down back anymore, which is fine. That doesn't mean he's bad. It's just if he can accept the role of being the one to two down back every time with Tony Pollard kind of doing the same kind of thing, that's a great recipe for success. And it's showing that it's working. You can feed yeah. them both. Um, it's obviously frustrating for fantasy owners because you don't know who's going to snake whose touchdown, but you know, yep. they're both viable. In, in most games, in most games, they're both getting it. So who cares? I mean, when you, you score know? 33 points in a quarter, uh, you're you're going to get some points. How about Zeke getting a garbage touchdown at the end of the game? <laughs> I was like, why is he going to have him in here? You're up by like 30. What are you That's doing? Michael I'll take it. man. He'll just keep everybody in. Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah. We talked about Samaj P. Ryan earlier, um, filling in for Mixon. Looked great. DeAndre Swift. Finally reclaimed that number one running back status, maybe in Detroit. Is that what you're hearing? That they're like, okay, 
This but is at the same point, him back in. if I would have told you that the leading touchdown score this season is one Jamal Williams, would you have called that? <laughs> he has 14 rushing no touchdowns. Way. So, yeah, DeAndre, yeah. I mean, I think that, it's, again, that's a split back there right there. I know DeAndre kind of is, is the lead back right now, but when you got someone like Jamal Williams who was who running well this year, you got to play them both. He's got 14 touchdowns. It's kind of like Damian Harris from Andre Stevenson last year. Damian Harris had 17 rushing touchdowns last year. So it's kind of that same concept. Yep. I agree. I agree. Um, Cam Akers back from the dead. So mad. How about that? I'm so mad. 17 carries. He gets two touchdowns. Because I was setting my lineup on Saturday, and I needed a spot because everyone was on my IR and all that. I'm like, damn it. So I was looking for someone to pick up, and I saw Cam Akers. I was like, you know what? I should just pick up Cam Akers. Just put him in. You know, Henderson's gone. Whatever. No. I went with Richie James of the stupid Giants. And that was dumb. And Cam Akers goes and scored two touchdowns. So whatever. Your lineup was hilarious this week. You right? had a, you had the the weirdest hodgepodge of receivers. It was a it was a mess because you had Hopkins on. Hopkins five. was out. Hopkins yeah. was out, obviously, but Chase was back, but still. You yeah. did have Chase back. Uh Nico Collins. Who did Richie great? James. Who did great? Nico Collins and Richie James in your lineup. I love it. Yeah. I picked up Nico when I was playing you when we were talking about Brandon Cooks. I'm like, I'm going to pick up Nico. <laughs> I'm going to pick him up. I got to be honest. I was going to go pick him up. <laughs> I saw you had him. I was like, how does someone already have this guy? He's such a – what a joker. He didn't do great. He got three for 35 and touchdown on 10 targets. I don't know if that's great, but he did score. He scored. Punt return. 12 and a half points. Punt He'll return. I know. <laughs> oh, that was Donovan. Um, that was Donovan. Never mind. Yeah, DPJ. Yeah. And then Bam Knight is the other big story in the Jets backfield. He's kind of like, he's like, dude, I'm here and I'm ready to roll. Let's go. He's really filled in for that Brees Hall role. They really needed a thumper. And he's that guy, it seems like. I think he's, rest of the season, totally good to start. I think Michael Carter's going to come back to a third down roll again. I think Bam's going to be a thumper, man, between tackles. Which is just wild. Michael Carter, do you just suck or what? Like he can't stay healthy. And you, you gotta know that though in the draft. Like he's he's clearly a third down back. He's a Gio Bernard. He's which could be great for him. You just can't give the guy 20 carries, you know. You can't can't put the ball in his hands that many times, but he's he's got talent for sure. He didn't play. He didn't play this week, so whatever. 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 Anyway, bam night. Bam night. Bam night. Bam night. All right, man. So those are the updates. Those are the big injury news, the news just in general, and some big time primetime performances. So now it's time to see whether you can match these primetime performances because it is time for some blind resumes. All right. Yeah. Doubtful. Doubtful I'll be matching those. Well, we'll and I'm throwing a wrench at you because, you know, since we well, are getting sure. later on in the season, um, just doing it for the last four games. Oh, so, gosh. Okay. This is uh, totals, not average. This is totals for the last four games. So these are all people very similar, same amount of games, very tight in fantasy scoring. Quarterback, running back, wide receiver, who you want first? Quarterback, let's go. Quarterback A, 1,100 passing yards, nine touchdowns, three interceptions, 10 rush yards. Quarterback A. Quarterback B, 1,000 and three passing yards, six touchdowns, three interceptions, 189 rushing yards, and one touchdown. Yeah. Um, I don't even really want to venture, I guess, because... It's tough. It's tough. 
it's so hard in four games in particular. But the, the, the assumption here is obviously they've played four games. So it's you know, 250 yards a game. That's, that's not bad yep. uh, for both these guys. They have but I'll take the rushing upside. I'll take the rushing upside of 189 and, and a touchdown. So you want quarterback B? You know me. Okay. You do love the rusher. Uh, so quarterback A actually has more points by, I think, three or, or five-ish points. Quarterback A, your favorite, Derek Carr. Oh. <laughs> Glad I passed. Glad I passed. <laughs> Glad you passed because you got the number one drafted quarterback overall, Josh Allen. Okay. <laughs> wow. Probably not quite as many yards as anyone would expect in that in that right. case. I guess maybe just like comparatively, you wouldn't think so. The touchdowns are way low too. Yep. Six touchdowns in four games is un Josh Allen like. He's been quiet the past. I mean, relatively quiet the past four games. So, I would say so. I would say so. Six touchdowns in four games. That is pretty quiet. And three picks too is also a little uncharacteristic as of late. I think that's more like right. rookie Josh Allen was just chucking it. But true. I don't know. Yeah. Three picks in four games. You're sticking wow. with him, though. You'll take him. You'll take Josh Allen over the long run. I right. would absolutely still take Josh Allen over Derek Carr. Uh, running backs to wide receiver. Running backs. Running backs. Running back A. 49 attempts for 100 194 yards, one touchdown. 18 targets for 14 catches, 136 yards, and trace touchdowns. Wow. So that is quarterback or running back one. Running back two. 49 attempts, 175 yards, one touchdown, 29 targets for 23 receptions, 203 yards, and one touchdown. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> Very similar usage. Are these all, are these both, they've played four games, or is it just over the last four games, they may have played three games? You're not going to tell me. I'm not going to tell you. Okay. Well, either way, I mean, I think. Well, it's the last, gonna... it's last four games. Yeah, so, but would it cover a bye week if they had a bye? Like, would it just be three games? Maybe. We don't know. Yeah. So, even if it's if it's three games, you got sixteen carries a game. That's a good workload. If it's four games, twelve carries a game. That's a split backfield. So, I'm gonna go with the guy with more targets by a million. I'm gonna go with running back B there. But okay, I'm not so chasing touchdowns. Running back B, who you chose, was Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, uh, give me them targets. Yeah, let's so go. Played four games. So the guy you passed on has only played three games in the last four. Has more, Josh Jacobs. <laughs> has more points. <laughs> Samaj P. Ryan. Oh, really? Yes. Jeez, he's been blowing up, man. Yes, he has. He had 30 points, 19 points, and 25 in his last three games. So I had a feeling you'd try and trick me. I was jerk. trying to trick you. All right. Okay. Those targets right. are pretty are pretty money. And I think with Brock Purdy there. I think you're going to see pretty consistent, consistent Dump targets off. for McCaffrey. Yep. All right. Wide receiver A, 28 targets, 17 catches, 334 yards, one touchdown. Wide receiver B, 27 targets, 18 receptions, 232 yards, three touchdowns. Um. Okay. Okay. So if it's four games, you're looking at seven targets. These are both per game. four games. Yeah, okay. Seven targets per game. You're getting four receptions per game. Four for, you know, 85 and a touchdown. Um, or four for, I mean, 232 is not that much, but 60. That's like 60 yards, but it's almost touchdown every game. Four for 60 and a touchdown. Four for 85 and an occasional touchdown. I don't like either one of them. This low volume. 
Um, I guess I'm going to go with the guy with uh, with the jeez. <laughs> I guess I'll go with the yardage. A little more predictable. I guess I'll go with the yardage here. Three thirty four wide receiver A. Well, similar to your Tennessee Titans, you passed on one AJ Brown. You have passed. Woof. Yep. And you have selected the giant stud himself, Darius Slayton. Oh my gosh. Dun, dun, dun. Slayton was, he had a nice run there. Three three games in a row that were pretty good. Then he just fell off the map. So AJ both- Brown has averaging four catches for 60 yards a game the last they, three games they both the last played, four games they both played four games Darius Slayton has 56.4 points AJ Brown has 56.2 prior to this last game uh AJ Brown has 1.7 points nine points 12 points and 32 yeah points. yeah so, pretty wow bad. yeah he was seven yards 60 yards 46 yards and then 120 last game yeah you wouldn't so. think of him as being that boom bust, you know, because he's he he's had some pretty big booms this year, but he has been a little inconsistent, obviously. Like been. that's but that's classic AJ Brown, you know. He did that in Tennessee. Yeah. Well, yeah. We all I think we all thought that was a product of the offense and not so much him, but maybe it's maybe it's him too. I don't know. He finds the right kind of matchup, he can absolutely dominate. And otherwise, maybe he's a decoy or kept in check. I don't know. True. So you got a lineup of Josh Allen, Christian McCaffrey, and Darius Slayton. Not terrible. <laughs> Darius Slayton, that's the one you're laughing at. But honestly, part of the reason we do this too is not just to trash on players who should be doing well, but also to highlight guys. This is where Hunter Renfro last year kept coming in. Yep, it's to highlight other players are actually doing pretty well. And so Darius Slayton was a guy at least for three of the four weeks. And that's if you started him, you were stoked. And this is a great lead, and it's that's why it's important to play the waiver wire. You know, if a guy is hot, you ride him while he's hot, and then you can dump him. You're not going to feel bad about it later. So that's why it's yep. important to pay attention to these trends, see how guys are playing, and you know, play the waiver wire well. Waiver wire well. So speaking waiver of, well. why don't we talk about a little couple waiver wires? Why don't we? Let's do that. Let's do it, shall we? We yeah. mentioned Tyler Huntley early on. If you've got Lamar Jackson, you want a one for one swap there. He's like Lamar light. I mean, I think you'll still get some good performances out of him. He should be solid. I really do feel good about that. And the quarterbacks are getting pretty thin. So uh, I'd probably go that route if you can. Um, but I think the running backs are we're going to look at first year. What do you think about Cam Akers? What do you think? I mean, I almost picked him up last week and I should have. So honestly, yeah. he's a very viable target. I don't see why he wouldn't starting running back offense is struggling anyway. They're going to try and yeah. run through him a little bit. So why not? Offense looked a lot more at least competent with Walford under center. It was surprising. They were winning at one point. (laughs) They were winning at one point. That was first time in probably six games. Uh, So I guess Kyron Williams then is like, can't start him until you see something from him, right? I mean, I was excited for him to come back from injury. I thought he was going to be a stud. I know that um, Adam Schefter was real big on him preseason. I guess he was getting a lot of buzz in the camp. Classic. Even when he's healthy now, Cam, who was in the doghouse, is now the number one. So whatever there. Um all right, how about James Cook? I think we kind of forgot about him a little bit, um, but yeah. they, they play on Thursday night, but he got the majority of the workload for the Buffalo say. backfield. It seemed like he may be taking over the the one spot. It certainly seems like that. Obviously, the beginning of the season, he was quiet. And like Everyone's hype about James Cook. Same kind of idea. as this hype man that he can go out and catch passes, and he can kind of be a little surprise wild card. And now they were really, as you said, kind of running it through him, which was surprising because yep. Devin Singletary had played pretty decently. Yeah. Um, so the fact that they kind of made the switch to James Cook, I'd be a little more hesitant on him just because that 
it's not like there's a reason why he was getting it above Singletary. Maybe they're just kind of testing it out, depending on the game and the matchup. But yeah. I think it's worth a look. But I would be a little more hesitant on James Cook than like a Cam Akers, which is odd because obviously James Cook is on a much better offense. Yeah, and Cam Akers was a guy you hated pretty much forever, and understandably yeah. so. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I trust that either. Honestly, it could be like a hey, let's see what we've got out of this kid and see if we can. Yep lean on him or if it was like a we wanted to slowly get him involved and now it's time i don't know for sure which one of those it is maybe <laughs> it was belichick didn't have much tape on him so let's get him out there more i, I don't know right. it could be mind game but i agree I, I also think though like at this point you've got to kind of chase that upside and if you're looking for a running back that you're like i need somebody you know this late in the game then i'd probably go with cook you know over singletary for sure true if somebody dropped AJ Dillon, keep an eye on this. They're on by this week, so not anything to really pay too much attention to just yet. But if he's floating around out there, it might be worth a stash because Aaron Jones, we mentioned, hurt his shin, came back in the game, wasn't really used that much. Hopefully, we'll be fine after the bye week. But yep. in case he's not, it's getting cold. It'll cost to say it's getting cold. It's getting you know cold. what Kemper says about AJ Dillon. Woo! You know what I say about AJ Dillon when it's cold. <laughs> uh, yeah, they like to hurt people with him. So we'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to do a victory lap on him because I was so wrong for so long. But if you like AJ Dillon, go for it. <laughs> do it. Do it. If you're in quarterback trouble, some guys that might be on your waiver wire, Derek Carr, you mentioned, who is better than Josh Allen. I he's, really he's available. wish you had taken him. I've been like, yes, <laughs> vindication, Derek Carr. <laughs> Derek Carr. He's, uh, he's available in a bunch of leagues. He's playing the Rams this week, who just got lit up by Geno and DK and Lockett. So he's a good streamer, man. Him. He's a solid streamer. Yeah, Tannehill, who just lost his top option, um, but seems to get it done either way. He's got Jacksonville, who just got lit up by Goff and, and the Lions. He could be a decent option. Mac Jones is going to be in a dome. He's got Arizona. Could be a decent option. Mike White, who I would love to recommend. He's got Buffalo this week, man. I don't know. I don't feel great about that, obviously. Yeah. But we'll see. Kenny Pickett, still just hanging around, putting up 15 points every week. Yeah, boy. Um, you know, he's still growing, still learning, but you could do worse. You could. You could. I don't know. How do you feel about Brock Purdy? I didn't get to watch any of, of that game. So he was Mr. Irrelevant, which would be crazy if he made it like a Super Bowl. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. How do I feel about him? I ain't touching him fantasy wise just until. Yeah. And he's got weapons, though, man. You got to give him credit weapons. for that. He's got weapons. I mean, Jimmy was doing fine. It's not like he was lighting the fantasy world up on fire anyway. And it's not like Brock Purdy is going to be taking it even further. Um, I think they'll be a little conservative with him, especially when you got a Christian McCaffrey in the backfield. But, I mean, you'll probably see, as you said, as we talked about with Christian McCaffrey, a lot more usage of him and a lot more usage of Kittle. Just kind of those dump-offs, those safety valves kind of yeah. thing. So, uh, But I still I think, too, though, that McCaffrey could get more dump-offs with him than he did with Garoppolo. Oh, yeah. But a dump-off for McCaffrey is also passing yardage for Purdy. 45-yard. That's true. It is. It's yeah. Home. So, I mean, like in theory – you're less handoffs to McCaffrey and more passing to him is a good thing for McCaffrey and Purdy. Purdy. Anyway, I, I, I agree. I, I don't think you're going to see much more than what you saw at Garoppolo. Um, right. Of course, every, every time anybody gets an opportunity, the potential radar goes off in your head and you're just like, Oh my God, what if, what for if all Brock the, Purdy lights it on fire? <laughs> for all you trading card enthusiasts, they're saying, just give me all the autograph Brock Purdy's you got. I want them all right now. <laughs> give them all right now. <laughs> okay. Easy. Easy. You're going to flip them in a week. Okay. Fine. <laughs> All 
All right. But so anyway, what do you think we do a little it. do it bet board update? So as we recall, it was getting kind of thin because you conceded running back. I conceded wide receiver only again because it was injury. That's the only reason why. Of course, yeah, just because of the injury. Yeah, yeah just because of the injury. So we were focusing on the quarterback position, obviously between Jared, uh, Jared Goff and Trevor Lawrence. But we had an interesting blind resume lineup last week, and actually Trevor Lawrence was in there. But I decided, you know, let's let's keep our quarterbacks because we've been following them all year. We we got to keep them. And besides, I feel like Justin Herbert's probably a little uh, upgrade over Jared Goff. Slight. So slight. Anyway, I thought, why don't we? Put in the running oh, back and the wide receivers. Look at this. Okay. So I picked Dalvin Cook in the blind resume to Tony Pollard. And then I also picked DK Metcalf to Brandon Ayuk. So I figured let's just track them. I know, but this was also prior to the Jimmy G injury. So you might be a little annoyed with that. So, but you, as we just were building up Brock Purdy, could be awesome. So let's just quickly look at the quarterback real quick. So uh, Jerichoff had a good game against uh those jags it was yep. fun that they were actually going against each other so he was able to gain eight points on trevor right there so we got 26.6 bringing his total to basically 230 uh trevor had a decent not great but fine game uh yeah. he had 18 points so bringing his total to 242 so it's only 12 or 13 points right now so it's great this is that's a good one want to see that's what you this love. is a matt ryan justin fields good one this is a good <laughs> one gonna come down to the yes. wire all right so now looking to dalvin tony pollard but again since dalvin's on my team now you know he's just going to go. So he had a decent game, got me 16.6 points. But, of course, Tony Pollard had a great game, 24.6. So Even better, yeah. Great start. Pollard is good. Uh, but old uh, abs, over, old 12-pack abs DK had a great game, 27.7. And Brandon was quiet with 9.6. So know. if you want to change the receivers, heck, I'll let you change it to A.J. Brown and Darius Slayton if you want. Uh, out on that I'm out on that we may have to come up with a different one for the receivers but I, it is i would have been i would have been more game to try it out had it not been for the injury i am concerned now if brock purdy and he have good chemistry and it works out and he has like if he can get above 10 points next week then maybe i'll just say let's just keep riding it i'm well, not gonna be I'll, like completely unreasonable it's just like i'm very concerned yeah. that that connection alone was a garoppolo thing and that that could yeah. be gone debo should be fine right. McCaffrey should be fine Kittle should be fine I could be the one that suffers with this change, but we'll see. I'll give you, I'll give you a, a week to to evaluate it. I'm totally on board with that, especially because this was just yeah. a blind resume anyway. So I just thought they were good matchups. True. Uh, so there it is. Evaluate. So speaking of our do it bet of the week from last week, I mean, it was a barn burner. Once again, we knew it was going to be the high octane one that everyone was clamoring for. It's like, oh my gosh, finally, they're doing one. Finally, kickers. That involves kickers. So. Uh, just as a reminder, we we drafted four kickers to see who would have the longest made field goal of the week. Field goal. Yeah. The best part is one of Kemper's kickers didn't even attempt or didn't even get a field goal. That was the best part. So then I don't think that's the best part, actually. I know it's not actually it's not the best part. So then I had two kickers to his one. I was like, OK, let's go. So then I saw he had, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Harrison Butker. I was like, okay, what's he got? 26 yarder. I have this in the bag. That, that is nearly the shortest field goal you can kick. <laughs> Literally, nearly. it's an extra, it's shorter than an extra point. So I was like, okay, perfect. Justin Tucker, NFL record holder. Let's go. Lamar goes down. He gets me. What does he get me? A 26 yarder. yarder. <laughs> like, are you yeah. kidding me? So I was like, all right, all right. I still got Ryan stuck up going on Monday night. 
the Saints are a tough defense. You know, they'll be kicking a little bit. So Saint, the, the Bucks came back to win on two Brady late touchdowns. There was one field goal kicked. How long was that field goal, Kemp? I just looked it up while we were talking. 21 yards. <laughs> it was even shorter. Did you even know that? Did you know that before this? I did. <laughs> yeah, 21 I did. yards. I did not even know that. I forgot to check. I knew it was coming down to last night. And yeah. so I this is it. the shittiest bet of I all time. I don't know. We had I one think... kicker who didn't even make a field goal. <laughs> we had two kickers, two like of the best in the entire league. Yeah. Hit a 26-yard field goal. And, our, and the hammer on Monday night, 21 yards. 21 yards. So <laughs> – I mean, but again, I mean, it went down to the wire. That's what you love to see. I think this rivals week two of last season when we did rookie wide receivers. You remember that? And uh, you had Devontae Smith and I had Jamar Chase. So you're thinking, oh, my gosh, like those are two pretty big names. That's gonna... No, 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 no. Devontae they Smith had like two catches for 15 yards. Jamar yeah. Chase only had two catches for maybe – 40 yards yeah so, we had he had one catch for like 12 yards going into the end of the game and then he caught like a 50 yard touchdown <laughs> i was like no <laughs> this is worse this is much worse in my it's opinion worse. this is far and away the worst we've ever done and we should have known it and we joked that it would be terrible and it was every bit as bad as we thought it would be i loved it i, I saw harrison butker during that chiefs game lined up for like a 62 yarder and i was like oh yeah <laughs> And he didn't have the leg for it. I was like, you got to be kidding me. But that's what I love. You just got hyped up because you saw, ooh, we might attempt a 62-yarder. That's good, but going to win this right here. What? (laughs) What? So, yes, unfortunately, our kicking do it bet ended in a tie. Unbelievable. We'll come up with a new one on Thursday. And it's going to be We we, we cannot do work. We promise to do better. Punting average. <laughs> how many touchbacks can they get? Uh, or how how close can you pin someone? That uh, yeah, I like literally where, anything would be better than this garbage. I like where this is going. <laughs> so anyway, talked about some injuries, some news updates. We talked about some notable performances, and of course the waiver wire. Kembrook has quite the wide receiver in his blind resume. Just a banner day, banner day. Week thirteen recap. So next week, or excuse me, next episode, we'll be talking about week fourteen. See how those new injuries come in. See how the players are going to do. And uh, we'll make our picks and pick them picks. What's with all the like triple P's, triple B's? Or I don't remember the other. Alliterations are all the all the rage, rage man. right now. Anyway, so until next time, keep on folding. Hold it. <laughs>